ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inumia te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. E rau ranga tira mā tēnā rau ātukau te katoa. Rau rau mai anō ki tēnei hōtaka e whakapua ki ana i, I te ingā kōrero a kia hora te māramatanga mō tēnei mate e meana ko COVID-19. Kia ora everybody, welcome to another daily edition of the Whānau Guide for COVID-19. I'm Te Arahi, might be lovely to have you back for this Facebook Live Q&A session uh, each week, uh, oh, sorry, each day uh, that we're online. Uh, we're supported by Counties Monaco Health, Auckland District Health Board, Waitematā District Health Board, and also uh, the Northern District Health Board. And that's also the uh, Ministry of Health have all come on board to bring this concept together. The main objective is to give you, your whānau, and your community all the information you need to get through COVID-19. Every uh, show, we have an expert panel that join us to discuss all the various aspects. And of course, the biggest news through COVID-19 at this stage is that we uh, understand, we're beginning to understand what level three is going to look like and when that will happen as of next week. Our guests today to join the conversation are um, members of a very important group, Te Rōpū Wahine Māori Toko I Te Oro, Māori Women's Welfare League, a familiar name throughout the years who have been an advocate and a champion, driving outcomes for Wahine, Fano, Tamariki, and playing an incredibly important role during COVID-19 pandemic. Nō reira, e mihiatuana to the National President of Te Rōpū Wahine Māori Toko I Te Oro, Pru Kapua. Pru, tēnā koe, no mai haere mai. Kia ora, te arahi. Nā koe, te, te, te kite i a koe, and Rhonda Paho, representative of the Ikaroa, Rāwhiti, uh, Ikaroa area, sorry. Tēnā koe, ngā mihia no kio i kia koe, Rhonda, me tō whānau. Kia ora, te arahi. It's lovely to have you both on, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation because we're looking at things from 
two different levels, from a national level and also from a regional area. And I'll start off with that question. Um, Pru, I'll start with you. The, the response at a national level from Te Ropu Wahine Māori Toko I Te Ora, um, what has been the focus uh, during this uh, COVID pandemic? Uh, well, I guess at a national level, uh, it's been uh, about how we can be involved, um, how we can uh, look at uh, being a little better involved in the decisions that are being made that affect all of us. Um, and that hasn't been as great as we would have liked to have seen. We would have liked to have had a greater involvement in that. Uh, but we are also, I mean, most of our work is done at a regional level. Uh, all of our branches uh, in the communities and our regions are operating and, and meeting the needs of the whānau in the region. So we are supporting that and we're trying to coordinate uh, that at a national level to make sure that those that need our help, uh, our own whānau, our own members, as well as those who uh, we know because they're in our communities need our help. So that's been the main part, but it's been a little bit disappointing um, in terms of when decisions are being made that there hasn't been a greater use of uh, Māori input, of Māori expertise and experience uh, before some of those decisions are made. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, Rhonda, I'll ask you, um, as Prue was saying, that the, the bulk of the, of the work is done at a regional level, and that's uh, your area. What's it been like and what's been your focus, uh, in particular in your area of Ikaroa? Um, so, um, first of all, it was about making sure our own whānau were safe, and then after that we were connecting in with our um, own membership in our region. So that was making phone calls to our Pākeke. Um, those are some hard case calls. Um, <laughs> you know, some of our nannies decided, no, I won't go to that son or that daughter. I'm going to be by myself to stop the argument. So um, so there are some of our nannies that are um, by themselves and loving it, actually, they've been saying. Um, so um, that was our first call to our membership, just to make sure our pākehi were um, safe and well. And then just connecting in with our members via email, our branches. Um, we've got a a lot of our members that are, are part of the essential services. Um, so in, it's just about touching base. So um, Ikaroa region, they meet weekly via Zoom as well. So it's just seeing those familiar faces, um, identifying what's, what the issues are in our region and trying to um, eliminate some of those barriers for our, um, our members and our whānau that are um, happening out there. Kia ora. Um Pro, I'll go back to you with that discussion here. You're saying that you've been disappointed with uh, some of the decision-making and lack of consultation or getting any input or guidance uh, from a Māori perspective. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Is there any specific areas in particular? I and mean, overall, uh, what have you thought of the government's response uh, on a national level? Um, I, th I think in a, in a um, situation where there is a little bit of a generic response, uh, we tend to miss out as Māori. And so the particular needs, I mean, we were already in a difficult position with the health system uh, prior to COVID-19. So the kinds of things that we want to see addressed so that we're not going to continue to be um, trying to play catch up 
uh, we would have liked to see addressed in some of the responses um, coming through from uh, government. I think that, you know, we, we've seen it with the uh, issues around the tangihanga uh, guidelines, the input into some of that. You know, there were a lot of people who could have uh, inputted and that how we get the testing done in our own communities. We've got lots of expertise uh, in that area. Issues around, you know, the hunting and fishing and the need for survival, specific issues that are really important for uh, us to be looking at, mm -hmm. let alone the fact of the issues around our tamariki uh, not having all of the resources they need to be doing uh, learning at home. Uh, and and I would have liked to have seen more of a focus and that would have involved uh, the Māori community more, would have involved, um, I, I mean, I think iwi, I think Māori, I think all of us as organisations have all stood up, stood up and done our bit, mm -hmm. um, but that's without government support, that's doing it because we know we have to do it, because we know that's what we want to be doing. But, you know, when, when decisions are being made that affect us, it would be nice for there to be an acknowledgement that there's a, a lot more knowledge at a frontline level that people are taking into account kaupapa Māori um, solutions on some of these issues. And it's just, that's been a disappointing part, I think, in, um, in the response from government. Mm. Uh, Rhonda, what about at local government uh, level? Um, what about, in your opinion, has that, uh, is it kind of a similar type of situation of uh, how it's been with uh, national government and also um, around collaboration? Uh, has it been easy to work alongside local government to get uh, the support uh, and the needs of our people met? So th there's pockets of really good relationships and that's dependent on the community and, um, and who they're dealing with. So if we've got our members, um, our service providers that have been raised in these communities, if they've got um, the relationship with regional councils, then it's all good. Um, but if there's not, then usually a service provider is probably overlooked to, and um, they go to things like um, our non-Māori um, organisations that are providing um, support and that to our whānau. So it really depends on who's in that community at the time. Um, so yeah, just pockets of it. I know in um, Wairarapa, um, it's really, um, the relationships that there are good. Um, Ahurere Hira Taunga area, the, um, iwi, the iwi's doing really amazingly across the Ikaro region. Um, and that's been um, really visible to our whānau. So that's been some um, awesome mahi. And mm. our Māori, service providers in, um, in Aotearoa as well. Um, they've just, you know, everyone's just stepped up. It's it's amazing to hear and see on um, social media, actually, about what's happening across our region. I know that members from Te Ropu Wahine Māori Toko Ite Ora uh, are in a lot of different fields, and a lot of them will be directly or indirectly associated with providing support for COVID-19. Um, What's been the feedback from your membership? I think from the membership, I mean, you're absolutely right. We've got uh, people working within the health 
uh, front lines um, actively involved through the high water uh, networks, but we also have a lot of essential services that are provided by our members. I think from, um, in terms of the feedback, I think probably uh, they're the issues that we're seeing across the board. Um, they're changing. I mean, the issues change almost week by week. I think we've uh, seen a really good response over issues like uh, kai, there are a lot of people who've come on board. We've had uh, groups like here in Tamaki, we've had um, my food bag um, delivering uh, uh, bags to uh, our whanau up here and you know they're cooking these um, incredible meals and, and really uh, getting a buzz out of it. We've got a whole lot of people who've joined in and, and recognized, I guess, the uh, reach that we have as Turopu Wahine Māori Iti Ora and being and have used that. So that's good. I hope that continues on uh, into the future and that we can build up those relationships. But the the issues change, you know, the issues are now very much focused on schooling. Mm. Uh, we've got some issues around people who have non-COVID related health issues, you know, people who are being put off uh, lists or who are not going to hospitals or to uh, seek medical assistance or are being turned away from that because it's not COVID related and that those are all going to be issues that we're going to have to uh, make sure that we've got things in place to deal with uh, going into the future so while we can deal with the COVID issues there are going to be a lot more uh, issues for us around employment. We've had a lot of our whānau who've had uh, members who've been uh, made redundant. And, you know, we're coming into winter, we've got issues around, you know, uh, heating, around cold, damp. We've got all of those issues that are still there and, and are going to be greater because we've got that economic um, uh, pushback, I guess, in terms of a recession or a depression or whatever, and we know we come out of it uh, worse. So we're just going to have to keep our ears to the ground and make sure that we're doing as much as we can um, mm. to meet the needs of our communities. Uh, Prue, it's it's such an important point uh, that you bring up. So a lot of the attention has been in the first couple of weeks of lockdown has been purely on the medical side of things, but as this goes further and further along, it's all these other social uh, and economic outcomes that have put our people who, you know, a lot of us were already under strain to begin with, uh, under further strain. So with that, Rhonda, uh, and with, again, your membership being so vast and people in different areas, it's not just one department doing one job, there's everybody doing, uh, a lot of people doing a lot of different things. How, uh, how have you been able to communicate with each other to get good outcomes for our farmers that are in most need? Uh, so that, that's keeping connected um, through our Zooms, our emails, phone, um, and what we're finding is um, usually someone in our membership can help with something. You know, mm. we're our, even our queer, they've got so many connections in different spaces from, you know, their mahi that they've done in the past. Um, so those relationships has been really key to us um, just eliminating these barriers that people are, are feeling. Um, and, you know, our, a lot of our whānau too are, are fucking ma to ask for help. And we, we just want them to know, 
hey, it's okay. You know, we're not here to judge. We know you need support. And we're just trying to um, um, put that message out there. It, it's okay to ask for help in anything, especially at this time. So um, uh, just understanding the corridor that's out there in those government departments from our membership is important too. And that helps us weave weave through places we need to weave through. So that, that's really, yeah, it's um, quite valuable actually, those relationships in those spaces. Um, this is. I'll ask you both the, the same question, but just on a different level. And this is going to sound a little bit strange, but positives that have come out of this, and I don't mean anything to do with the virus, but for Te Ropu Wahine Māori Toko Te Ora, who have been a mainstay through all the major bad things that have happened in the last hundred or so years, they've always been there. But have you seen any positives from an organisation, from a Aropu Tautoko standpoint? Uh, that have either surprised you or reaffirmed the value of, of um, Te Rupu Wahine Māori Toko I Te Ora in Aotearoa? I think um, the positive is that we all uh, are working together. I mean, I think you can tend to, uh, because we get so involved with our own communities, um, we tend to operate uh, without looking uh, around. And I think we're at a point now where we're realising that we can learn from each other, that we have regions that are doing things that as other regions hear about, um, they uh, feel inspired to give it a go. So I think it does bring us all together. We all, I mean, we are all one organisation, but you tend to sort of hive off and do the things that you're doing in your own region. This is a national uh, issue and it's brought us together national and we, nationally and we're looking at how we work much more effectively interregionally, I guess, and, and that we're having the kinds of conversations that sometimes you don't get the time to have uh, in the normal um annual year that you go through because everybody's you know it's all part of a whole lot of other things that people are doing but it's bringing us together in that way and and um, hopefully making our our members and our whanau related to those members realize that you know we are keeping an eye on them and mm. uh, we are there to help and that's been a positive. Kia Rhonda, what about you from your perspective? You work in the regions, you work with communities, you work with whānau, you work with people. What, what's yep. um, out of all of this uh, and all the uncertainty and to a certain degree, especially in the beginning, all the chaos that's surrounding it, what's been the positives that you've seen, uh, particularly at a community level? Um, the system has, has it so that um, these different organisations are um, being disconnected. So with this COVID-19, um, all those sort of barriers have come down, not because of, um, and that's because of the people that are leading the mahi on the ground. So our um, Māori service providers, you know, they've just rung up the next person, we've got this, we've got that, we've got a, all this milk, we've got all these potatoes, let's do something with it. So they've joined forces that way. And mm. that's been really amazing. You know, a year or two ago, it was like, oh, no, that's our putia or that's our putia. So um, mm. I think they've been, it's really noticeable um, at a community level. 
how um yeah that all those sorts of barriers have gone down and yeah and like um um Bruce said um everyone's just working together to ensure that you know people have quite people have a head over their roof over the uh, roof over their heads you know those um necessities we need to um get it get to be so um yeah so that's been amazing to hear that and everyone wants to help you know you if they can't help they'll pass you on to someone else who can help so mm. that that's in the what's really cool is that how that's how our tipping used to be anyway yeah. you know it's like we're sort of going back to how things are um used to be done that's you know if something was happening at the marae my nan would go here take this down to the marae you know because there's an opera coming in so those sorts of things are um starting to come back through again which is awesome to see can't play can't play um National conference was planned for September uh, in Ōtautahi. Uh, has there been any discussion of uh, whether they could possibly still go ahead or any kind of alternative plans if, for whatever reason, uh, if, if the current climate and the rules uh, prohibit that from happening? Um, we haven't had the formal discussion yet. I mean, we're, we're probably within a week of deciding uh, what will happen with that date. Um, the hope is that we will have um, a conference in Ōtautahi, uh, possibly not um, as we initially planned, but certainly within a, um, a, a close period of time of that. And as you say, it will depend on where we're sitting uh, in terms of the levels, uh, mm. because you know we have uh, well over 500 um, at our uh, conferences and uh, therefore we fall into that gatherings um, group. And, you know, the conference is an important part um, of our organisation and of the decisions and the directions that we have. So we wouldn't want to see a, a, a diluted version, I guess, in a way. So we have to uh, look at all of those issues, look at what realistically uh, can happen, and we're going to have those discussions with the uh, committee from Ōtautahi uh, next week. Good point. I, I just have one more question uh, for the both of you. Uh, Rhonda, first of all for you, um, whether it would be in Ikaroa, Tāmaki Makaurau, Te Taitokero, Waikato, wherever in the country, um, what would be your main encouragement to whānau uh, as to the type of service and the type of help, help Te Rōpū Wahini Māori Tokoi Te Ora can provide for a whānau that's in need? So um, our biggest um, benefit that we can add to, we can connect people. And it doesn't matter what sort of issue they're having, um, we're there to support them to get rid of those issues that they have. You know, why have them stressed um, having to deal with a government department when they don't need to? So um, I think there's the, um, you know, if there's issues out there usually we can get rid of them with a, a phone call or two. And that's just, realistic. that's honest. That's what we do. So, um, yeah, it depends on what the issue, they should just come and ask us. You know, we're here to help them. So, um, and we want to help. So, yeah. And uh, the, it seems as though from a medical standpoint, things are going tracking well. Only six new cases in the last 24 hours of COVID-19. But as we've discussed, 
it doesn't end there for our finals. There's a lot of different things and a lot of different aspects that need to be considered and our final going to need support in. So what's the best way for viewers to reach out to the Māori Women's Welfare League during COVID-19 lockdown period? I think the best way we have on our website the um, the contact numbers uh, there and, and from that point uh, of view we will then go uh, uh, those numbers too, I think, are on our Facebook as well. And uh, we can then, as Rhonda says, connect people up. We can connect to some organisations that have specialised uh, care and specialised uh, uh, services that they offer. But also we know that we can uh, get in touch with the people in our regions and get somebody to support. So whether it's an issue about uh, schooling, whether it's an issue about whether whether your tamariki have got the uh, devices that they need to learn, whether you actually need some help in terms of uh, grocery shopping, in terms of being able to do it without um, having uh, your tamariki there. I mean, we can we can actually we've got lots of people who want to be helping, and so we can do that as well as the the. Uh, support around uh, the health issues. Uh, we know that we're going to have to continue this. Um, this isn't just, and hopefully it won't remain as just a COVID-19 response, because as we deal with the unemployment issues uh, that are going to come out of this, we're dealing with people who are going to have to be uh, looking really carefully um, about how they're uh, spending their money, the situations, people who are um, not able to afford the houses they're in. So there are, there's going to be a huge um, uh, increase, I think, in those sorts of issues. Um, and so that's those are our contacts, but they're not just COVID-19 contacts. They're for us to continue, and we will then have in place um, the kinds of services that hopefully people will come to us uh, from from there on in. Pru kapua Rhonda Pahau te nakoru. Te nakoru e fakawate takoru awa kia korero kia mato o tfano guide for COVID-19 kamutu te nakoru mo koru a fakapau wera wera fakapau kaha kia puta tato o tato wahine matato tamariki. Matato Fano, Kiteora. No reader, Emihana Kiakoto, Kamatu, Kitetira Fano, Teropu Wahini Maori, Tokoitewa, Tenakura. Pru Kapua, the President of the Maori Women's uh, Welfare League and also Rhonda Paha, representative for the Ikaroa area, Emihiana Kiarawa. Um, and that brings to an end of our live QA session for this, uh, today's version of the Fano Guide for COVID 19. Uh, as I mentioned uh, in the interview, only six new cases in the last 24 hours. That brings the total up to 1,451. So far, though, 1,036 have recovered. Nō reire, e pai ana te haere ki te taha hauora, ka mutu a rā noatu ngā hua tanga me wherawhirahia ki te ora o te tangata i ngā wiki me ngā maramakei mui a tātou. Tomorrow, we'll be joined by... Dr. Peter Watson, he's the Chief Medical Officer of Middlemore Hospital. Lance Norman, Head of Equity and Māori Health Outcomes, Proke and Tony Kake, CEO of Papakura Marae. It's an important show as we'll be having a look as where everything sits now. 
from a national, from a regional, and from a local level, and more importantly, how things will move forward as we start getting closer to level three. Nā te puni kōkiri e pūtea tautoko, made with support from te puni kōkiri. Nā Puoro Jerome, ngā reo Puoro. Soundtracks from Puoro Jerome. <laughs>